is gonna be crazy when we wake up in the morning. Hell's gonna, ah, hell's gonna recognize. Y'all don't even get it yet. They're like, is he always this excited? Yeah. Because we're gonna have faith that hell believes in. Write down the title of my message. Hades faith. This is a faith that hell can't ignore. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to live this Christian life and it, and it didn't matter that I lived. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to keep giving and keep serving and keep trying to live pure and, 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 and it doesn't make a difference if I wake up or not. The reason why the enemy is coming after you so hard is because many of you, if you would ever recognize the full faith that you could walk in as a believer, every time you wake up, you would make hell tremble. But some of you are so discouraged and so frustrated and so mad about what didn't work out that now the devil don't even have to come mess with you because he've already set up a cycle for you to keep your, oh, y'all don't hear me. Did y'all know the devil is not omnipresent? So what he does is he set up traps for you to get in. A lot of y'all are in the trap of comparison through social media so he only has to come check on you once a year because you're going to be comparing yourself with other people and never get into the full purpose of what God has called you to do this is why I'm coming to shake you out of that mode today and let you know that Transformation Church is going to have faith that gets recognized somebody say my faith will be recognized you got to say it one more time my faith will be recognized <laughs> yeah hell has faith y'all don't believe it and I know it's challenging some of your theology right now but I'm going to prove it to you hell has faith write that down and there's three types of faith that Hades has Hades has three types of faith and, and, and I want you to see this in a brand new Hades has faith in God do y'all understand that every demon believes in God no y'all don't y'all don't believe it James 2 19 it says, um, oh, you're a Christian, right? Yeah, 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 I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. Hallelujah. Like, you believe in God, you believe there's one God, only one, the big man upstairs, I mean, he's watching out, he's watching for me, he's watching for me. Only God can judge me. It says, you believe there's one God? Good. Even the demons believe that. Like, it's not enough that you just believe in the big man upstairs because your faith is paralyzed you believe but you have no action and every demon believes and has faith in God <laughs> let me tell you the second one they have faith in because y'all gonna get this Hades has faith in Jesus I showed it to you already in Acts 19 but he said those spirits came in, in Acts chapter 19, verse 15, and it said, they answered him, Jesus, I know. So I got faith in God, because we done seen him work. And Jesus, I know. But then you need to understand that this last point is probably the most significant to me and you. Because all of hell, all of Hades has faith in one more being that roams the earth today. And Hades has faith in a faith-filled believer. It's seen what a faith-filled believer can do. 
It's seeing what some people with crazy faith can do. Let me prove it to you. In that same verse, it says, Jesus I know, and Paul I Hold on. You're not talking about the Paul that I know, right? I, you mean Paul? The regular, regular human? You mean the Paul that was killing Christians just a few years ago? You mean the Paul that worked for the CIA, not the Central Intelligence Agency, but the Christian Impaling Agency? He was killing Christians. You're talking about the Paul who had a past and came encountered with the grace of God on the Damascus Road. You're talking about the Paul who was not perfect. Is anybody in this place, can you identify with Paul right now? That if it wasn't for the grace of God, if everybody could go back. Oh, y'all don't, y'all want to be fake in here today. But if it wasn't for God coming into your life. This demon says, Paul I know. Because Paul had faith, even though he had a bad past. When he came in contact with Jesus, he actually lived out what he believed and did not stay in a place of just being saved. He said, I'm going to advance the gospel without an education. I'm, oh, y'all y'all want excuses. Well, I don't have enough degrees, but you got feet in a mouth and God will use whatever you will make available to him. And so he took all of his excuses out and he said, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going I'm to serve God and I'm going to be a faith-filled believer. And every time that Paul woke up, hell got scared. He said, yo, no, no, we got to stop Paul today. Take him out, bro. And all throughout the one-third of the Bible that he wrote was obstacle and opposition after obstacle and opposition trying to discourage him from being who God created him to be. But they could not stop a faith-filled believer. This is where I've come to challenge Transformation Church on this Sunday. That I do not want us to live our Christian life in the mediocrity of just being saved. I'm about to say some strong stuff because I really do believe that God wants us to mature beyond this experience. I'll go to Transformation Church. Great. Good. I'm part of Transformation Nation. Ah, awesome. But would anybody recognize your faith in the places where you are the most? Some of you work at jobs and the people you've worked with for five years don't even know you're a believer. Some of y'all are more committed to an organization on your college campus than you are to God. Some of you are sitting here in this room and you're making all this money and have businesses and all this other stuff. And the people that you do business with don't even smell an ounce of faith on your breath. My question is your family, do they know you believe? Or do you go back into acting how you used to be the last time you were with them because you don't want them to feel any type of way so you dumb down your level of faith to meet them at the place that they are so they don't see what progression looks like. They see like regression looks like. It's been 10 years and you the same person you were last Christmas? That's because God wants us to go past the faith that just looks like we believe God. 
And he wants us to have a faith that even hell recognizes. Pastor Mike, why are you being so like, I mean, I really wish you would, you know, tell me something that's a little more encouraging. Oh, you want to be encouraged? You want to be encouraged? God has so much more for you than anything that you've been living in right now. And until you start exercising, somebody shout at me, faith. Someone one more time, say faith. Then you will live below what God has called you to live. Let me help you. So, so this demon possessed man, Skeva son, and I don't know, that seems some like country, like yeah, go down there um, on the country road. Skeva got some sons. Go down the grocery store. He'll get you two for five. Yeah, ask the Skeva son. I don't know why well, it's just a picture in my head, but but Skeva son, he goes to cast out this demon and he tells him, Jesus I know, which is God, so I expect that. But Paul I know, a faith filled believer. But then he says, who are you, Skeva, son? Like, now I got to understand in the scripture why Skeva's boys didn't get recognized. Because they came with the same faith. They was like, yo, let's do something crazy for God. Let's go as a group and cast out devils. And somebody in the group was like, yes, just what I wanted to do on this Tuesday. And they get up, but they end up getting beat up after they get up in faith, which is the state that many Christians are in right now. You get enough courage to believe, then you get beat up. And that's the question is why? Why if I stepped out in crazy faith, do I feel jacked up after I just Declared. See, because many people, we've been in 20 weeks of this series, and you're claiming the job and claiming the marriage and claiming your husband who's six foot and dark skin and has long wavy hair and is standing. Sit down. You sit down. Sit down. She was like, yes, yes. Don't let me, don't let me. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. He might be here. Where you at? She looking for real. Look at her, her neck. She... are claiming these things and then when we step out in faith we look back a month later a year later 10 years later and we feel beat up how come my faith didn't work this time I'm about to give you a key don't miss it Acts chapter 19 verse 13 it says some Jews went around driving out evil spirits and tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon possessed they would say listen to what they say in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches I command you to come out. Did you see it? In the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I command you to come out. These Jewish men were walking around trying to mimic the faith that Paul actually had. And that faith could only be brought on with a real relationship with God. Write this point down. You can't fake faith. You can't fake it. You can't walk around saying, in crazy faith, my tuition is going to be paid for. In the name of Jesus, who Pastor Mike preaches. This is not faith based on your pastor. This is not faith based on your mama and him. This, oh, y'all don't hear me. This is not faith based on your big group. This has to be your own faith. And what these men were trying to do 
was called for crazy faith stuff without a real relationship. They had no direct connection to the power source. So they tried to get around people who had power, be connected to a church that has power, but never exercise their faith on their own. So they would walk up as, I'm gonna be a millionaire in the name of Jesus, that Transformation Church talks about. Instead of it being in the name of Jesus, this is the last year I'm gonna be in debt because God is, oh, y'all don't, because he's Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Y'all don't hear me. You better get ownership over this thing. That he's the God that supply all my. And the problem is, most of us have borrowed beliefs. You don't believe it, you like how they believed it. So you just try to dip your toe in and see if it'll work for you. But we're here together and we're seeking God together. And um, I got a word in this place and I'm about to use every ounce of time that I got. So right now I need you to get out your notes, get out your smartphone or your dumb phone. <laughs> and I need you to take notes because we are starting week 18 of a series we're calling Help Me Crazy. Now y'all know I ain't heard it in a few weeks. I need you to say it like you mean it. Crazy. This series is not just changing my life and your life. It's changing the world. I got a call this week from South Africa. I don't know how they got my number. <laughs> but, but the precious woman on the other end of the phone, she said, Pastor Michael. She said, there's a group of people in South Africa that gather around a small computer every Sunday. And with the time difference, it doesn't matter. They set their alarms so that they can wake up and go on this crazy faith journey with trans... Oh, y'all don't hear me. You mad because you had to get up from North Tulsa. But there's people in another continent that are believing God in crazy faith. And so today, I don't take this lightly that I stand up here. You, 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 you didn't have to come here, and I believe that God has been wrecking me all week just for this moment. And so today, I need your expectation to be high. And I need you to be ready because today we're going to journey in a progression that I think has the opportunity to transform your life. And um, I, I want to start down this because I, I believe that God has really given us the ability to understand what he has been trying to do from the very beginning of time, which is look on the earth and find some people who look like him. That's what this is all about. He don't really care about your personality if it don't glorify him. He doesn't really care about how much net worth you have unless it glorifies him. And there is 23 days left in the decade. And my question to you, and the question that I've been asking myself is will I finish this decade in faith? And that's my question for you, will you finish in faith? Because the power of a thing is always found in the finish. No, you missed it. Because a lot of y'all like starting stuff. But how many of us actually, everybody say this cuss word, finish. Yeah, you, you ain't finished a lot of things this year. 
There's a lot of stuff that, that you ain't finished. And God is challenging us not to just finish the, the goals that we wrote down, but finish the purpose that he put us here for. And I just want a church that will finish in faith. Somebody say, I'm going to finish in faith. You need to say it with your chest. Somebody say, I'm going to finish in faith. Now, some of y'all just lied. Because you said it here, but the only way that you actually finish in faith is that you go out there and do what God gives you vision to do in here. And so today, I believe God's given me a revelation that's going to help all of us finish in faith. I want you to turn to Acts chapter 19. And, and, and this story's been wrecking me. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if we can't go to another level of this crazy faith thing this morning. Acts chapter 19, verse 13, it says, Some Jews went around driving out evil spirits. And they tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus who, who, to those who were demon-possessed. So get a picture in your mind. There are people that are full of hell. They got demons all in them. And people are walking around like, yeah, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to cast you out. That's what's happening. It says, they would say, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I command you to come out. There was a man named Sceva, and he had seven sons. And they went around and thought this would be a good a brotherly bonding moment to cast out devils. Crazy. And these seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, they were doing this one day. And check this out. It says one day, verse 15, the evil spirits answered them back. Now this is crazy. Like when you go casting out devils and they like, hold up, let me talk to you for a second, player. <laughs> this is what happens right here. I need you to see it. And the, the, the demons start speaking to these dudes and it says, hold on. Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Now it's funny, but, but it's crazy when the very thing that you think you have authority over says, I don't know who you are. Jesus I know, Paul I know, but somebody say, who are you? It says, then the man who had the evil spirits jumped on them, overpowered them. He beat their A, y'all. He said he gave them... I'm back. He gave them, he gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. Let's pray. <laughs> Holy Spirit, help me communicate your words. I decrease so that you can increase. And I declare that by the power of the Holy Spirit, your people will get this message in Jesus' name. We agree? Somebody say amen. Okay, so I have this debate that I need my church's help on solving. There's this ongoing topic. I love the NBA, and I'm trying to figure out who's the greatest player of all time. Okay, so I need you to help me with this, this debate. By your claps and your applause, I need you to let me know if this person I'm about to put on the screen is one of the greatest players of all time. Right there. Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, let's, let's go to the next person. That's Kobe. He stood up. Okay, you stood up, okay. Greatest player of all time, let's go to the next one. I like this guy. Okay, I see you, LeBron James. She's over there like, Susie, they're all black. <laughs> Larry Bird didn't make the list, y'all. Okay, uh, all right, all right, let me go to the next one. I think y'all know this guy. Michael Jordan, his airness. Okay, okay. Now, now I need y'all to focus because y'all, y'all think that's 
that's the one. But we got one more person that I think is worth recognizing. Y'all let me know if this is the greatest player of all time. <laughs> Y'all don't know who that is? <laughs> that woman over there is confused. <laughs> um, 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 this guy right here, his name is Sam Bowie. He was drafted in 1984 above Michael Jordan. Now, now, the crazy thing about this is that when I just named all of these other people and you saw their pictures, whether you thought they were great or not, you knew who they were. But this young man right here drafted above arguably the greatest player of all time. He was picked before him. You don't know who he is. The reason you don't know who he is, even though he had the same opportunity that Michael Jordan had, he accepted the invitation to the NBA, he had the same access to trainers and facilities, he got to see action, he wasn't a bench warmer, he played in the game, he had the authority to put the ball in the net at any moment, he had the same number of games in a season, but we still don't know who he is. The reason we don't know who he is is because he never did anything that would be recognized. And my question for you today as a church is will we live this life of faith at the base level that when God looks at our life and our name gets pulled up and our picture gets seen that they will say, who are you? Because we never did anything in crazy faith enough to be recognized. Today I'm coming to challenge every lazy bone in your body. I came off of this break to stir up the part of you. I feel the presence of God. To stir up the part of you that wants to live a mediocre Christian life. We will be a church that makes a difference and we will be a people that makes a difference because our faith will be recognized. If you believe it, why don't you give God a shout of praise in this place? Oh, we just warming up. We just warming up. My question is, will you live a life that has faith that will be recognized? Will it be said that you came to Transformation Church? That, 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 that you, you knew Jesus. But then when the trials of life come on, you're, you're head on with an enemy. Like this man was in Acts chapter 19. He, he, he said, hold on, um, excuse me one second, uh, sons of Sceva. Let me, let me get this straight. You coming to cast me out. You coming to tell me that I can't have your family. You're coming to tell me that I can't cause division so that who God put together can actually be divorced. And you don't have no authority in my life because you don't got faith that's recognized. Jesus, I know his faith. Like we don't mess with him that much. I mean, think about it. He's sitting there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The boss man, Lucy, he don't really like us to say the name Jesus <laughs> back at headquarters because we found out in Matthew 14 they had a run-in when the devil tried to go and tempt him and, and tried to make him um, 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 show his power beforehand. And Jesus didn't even swing on the devil. He just said, it is written. And y'all oh, don't hear me. He defeated the devil with his words. And then in Revelations 18, you know what I'm saying? The, Lucy really don't let us talk about this one. But Jesus, they thought he killed him. And three days later, he was like, ah. and he came. Oh, y'all don't hear me. And he 
defeated death and Hades in one moment. And he got the keys, the keys, the keys, the keys. He said, so, so, so Jesus we know and Paul we know, but who are you? Let me give you the Michael Living translation, the MLT version of that. Uh, Michael Jordan we know, LeBron we know, but Sam Bowie, who are you? Let me give you a real example. Pastor Mike I know, I know his faith, cause we're sitting in it. Pastor Brenda, I know her faith, cause she's gonna pray us through. But the saddest story for our church and for Transformation Nation would be for us to have all this collective power together. But when you get in a situation that only you and the devil are standing face to face, fighting for your purity, fighting for your, uh, fighting for your mind, fighting for your finances, that you wouldn't have a faith that is recognized. <sighs> but I made a determination today that I'm about to raise some hell up in this place. Hell's gonna know my name. I said hell's gonna know Transformation Church. Cause I 